0: welcome to the continuation of our journey through safer Malachian base we've seen in the previous paragraph the story of Yoash um, and his assassination and now we're up to the next generation here we have we're moving from the king of Yehuda, so the king of Israel. Here's Yeho-ah, Yehoahaz, who's the son of Yehu. He rules Yisrael, the kingdom of Israel, for 17 years. But unfortunately, he follows in Yeravam's ways. Yeravam, remember, the initial splitting of the kingdom, construction of idols, preventing Ali El Hashem gives over Klal Yisrael, or the kingdom of Yisrael, to Chazael, if you remember the king of Aram. Hashem then supplies Yisrael with a savior, so it's called, called Yawash, um, this is the son of Yoachaz, um, not to be confused with King Yoash, who's the king of Yehuda. <laughs> Again, we see same name for kings of Yehuda and Israel. This is Yoash. Um, and uh, he rules instead of his father, Joachaz for two years. So you've got Yehu, you've got Joachaz, and then you've got Yoash. Right? Not to be confused with Yoash. King of Yehuda. Uh, anyway, this Yoash defeats Aram. Uh, Yoash becomes king of Israel and rules for sixteen years, and then he's got a son called Yeravam. Yes, recycled the old name Yeravam. He rules after him. Um, interesting and noteworthy that he's called Yeravam. Clearly, they saw Yeravam as, I, I, I guess, a strong leader or at least a, a figurehead that they wanted a name after. Even though, of course, he wasn't, uh, you know. He, he, seemed to do pretty bad things. I guess they didn't care. Elisha became ill. He tells Yoash, go and shoot an arrow to the east and then throw many arrows down to the ground. What he does is Yoash instead shoots three arrows to the ground, each symbolizing Jewish victory over Aram. Elisha says, no, that's not the way to do it. He criticized him. He says, had he had shot more arrows, he would have obliterated Aram, but he only went for three. Interesting how small symbols can be indicative of bigger things. The are actually, the reason why these prophets often had not only physical um, visions, but had to do physical things, now, whether it was, uh, we're going to see later on, in Navi a belt or breaking a pot or things like this, is because you need to do something to bring the Navua to happen, to occur. In other words, the Navua Hashem is saying something's going to happen up there, kind of in the higher realms, to make it happen down here, you have to do something, then it has some expression. Interesting, Rambam. Uh, Elisha dies. We're told about a case where some Jews were burying a body uh, and the army of Moab in, in, uh, have an incursion. They invade Eretz Yisrael. The men ran away. They throw the body quickly into Elisha's grave and it comes back to life. It's a in the whether he actually came back to life uh, permanently or it was just temporary um why would it be what is the, the what is this happening like why is it happening what's the point of this miracle so they say they didn't want a wicked person being buried next to Elisha, and therefore uh, yeah that's what happened now, anyway, Hazael, who, remember, is our king of Aram. He's coming again and again. Uh, he uh, does very bad things to Kalal Israel. You know, he, he, makes, uh, he oppresses us. Um, but nevertheless, Hashem was merciful. He doesn't destroy us completely, as he promises, remember, in Torah. Not going to destroy us completely. Um, and Yoash attacks Aram three times, regains lost land, and eventually fulfills Elisha's prophecy. See you tomorrow.